You can find out more on my Instagram at Quiet Fire Radio. Welcome back to Quiet Fire, the show where we celebrate female vocalists, both classic and modern, both Australian and international. I'm thrilled now to have as my guest on the program this week, Cassidy Watts. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm so good. Now, we first got in touch back in December at the release of your first EP, Sometimes I Feel coming into 2021 with that release. How has it gone? It's gone really well. The response has been great. Feedback's been great. Even hearing like what everybody's favorite track is. um, No, it's gone really well. Really happy with how it's gone. Now you had chosen, uh, you in the last prior 18 months, you put around what, five singles out or something like this. What was it about this collection of songs that needed to be sort of woven together into an EP and your debut of that? I feel like just based on the title, sometimes I feel it kind of just relates all of them together from a sense that they all are from this part of like emotion, pouring out emotion that not that the other singles didn't have, but they're just a bit more related and linked to each other. Also the sound wise of all of them, they kind of follow a similar pattern uh, they're very linked to each other that way as well. Yeah, it's it's interesting. And they've all got single word titles, which is the other part of it that I was kind of captured by. You're also at the, the Conservatorium of Music studying at the moment as well, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, in my third year. What impact does that sort of have on your musical writing? Do you find yourself driven toward the more technical side of of the of the craft or do you find yourself sort of trying to revolt against it when you're writing songs now well well, what i'm studying is very like kind of completely different to my other like songwriting type of thing so i'm doing composition for creative industries which is like for film and tv so that's more along the sides of uh more traditional orchestration and like modern things but i love learning little bits of that finding how I could place that in my own music. So a lot of experimental stuff kind of comes into that as well. Um, so I can kind of explore, find new things. So it really actually works a lot better than I thought it would. Yeah, finding finding new things and just exploring with them. That's so interesting. So I guess the aim is to eventually write a score for a Disney film or something. Is that, is that accurate? That would be the goal. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's right, because it's interesting because I, I feel like I've spoken to a few people who are studying, you know, in, in either the conservatorium or one of the similar uh, places around. And it feels like, you know, advanced mathematics, studying, studying music, you know, you, there, is a, there is a method by which you can do it. But once you get to writing lyrics, it seems to be a whole new kettle of fish. Did you find that? Is that does, does writing lyrics sort of sit outside of the standard paradigm of what you study day to day? For sure, we barely, like, in terms of study, we barely look at lyrics. Um, That's kind of something you kind of just do by yourself and work on how to tackle that. It really depends. Depends on the song, depends what you're writing. So you don't, there's no craft to it, or do you feel like that there's sort of some merit to have, I don't know, read some classical literature or, or it's just a totally freestyle endeavor writing lyrics, do you think? I think it depends on the style. Like, you get some styles of music and the lyrics are just, bizarre in that they either make no sense they're a bit wacky you just get them from anywhere but even there's kind of an art 
to that at the same time, which is a little odd. Um, then you've got the others that do follow a more like classical traditional like writing structure. I think I kind of fall between like in the middle there. It's not completely like structured, but it's kind of, it's a bit more of the um, like a normal, like how a normal person would communicate. From my knowledge, you actually, you grew up in the Hunter Valley. I take it that you moved to the Big Smoke now, have you? Yeah. What was the, the musical landscape like growing up in the Hunter Valley? I guess your only options are to go see a washed up ska band in Newcastle on the weekends. Is, is, is my, um, you know, obnoxiously limited opinion accurate or is it, uh, or, or how can you enlighten me to be more accurate? Mm-hmm. Well, for us, <clears throat> I grew up in a very musical family. We all kind of play music. We've got a conservatorium in our town and so that kind of brought us into the whole scheme. They were always like put on concerts there and what that, that we could watch whilst we're growing up, also being included in, con- included in concerts. Um, but luckily with my family, because we were also involved in music and we all loved it, um, we were big musical goers. So we'd go to Newcastle, we'd go to Sydney. Um, so we were kind of like put on with all that. That was one of our big uh, musical endeavours. But, you yeah, know, it was very, we were constantly just doing music stuff in my family. So it was kind of just all around me. I don't think it really made too much of a difference being uh, in, like, rural area. With that being said, I imagine growing up, you grew up around bands and things like that. Was it a, you know, a, a choice is probably the wrong word, but was it a voluntary choice to opt for a, more of a solo career when pursuing your music or or would you like to play in a band at some stage as well i'm not opposed to being in a band um i think just how i work with my music and everything so i produce my own music as well so when i have that stream of writing a song i'm usually doing that already like in the production process and i'll write it from start to end and i've i always get other people's input and they can help me and whatnot but I feel like I have more creative freedom because I'm just sitting there. I can choose what goes here, there, and it just happens and things just kind of uh, create their way just on the spot. So that's one thing. Uh, Being solo kind of benefits me a bit. But, you know, if you're in a group, depending once again what type of group and how you all roll, um, in terms of, like, live shows, it kind of (laughs) probably more fun to do it as a group because it's you got more people, you got more people to share it all with but yeah have you had much of an opportunity to perform any of this record live as yet are you sort of I mean, what kind of venues are you looking at at the moment uh, i haven't gigged too much i've yeah, by myself more as an artist i think i've done it like once um once again not opposed to it just either haven't gotten around to performing as much um i performed at a pub once just anywhere really pub restaurant vibes Absolutely. Now, what were the sort of, I mean, I guess we talked about the technical background of, of you yourself, but what, who were the groups and musicians that you were influenced by, you know, when someone says, um, when you're trying to flog or give the spiel of your new EP, what would you say mm-hmm. it sounds like? Or who are the people you were hoping it sounds like in any case? I Interesting question. I get this a lot and a lot of the time I don't really know how to answer because when I've, like in the past when I've listened to music, I don't really listen to specific artists. I'll just listen to like songs. I don't, And most of the time I don't even know who they're by. I just know this is a good song. I'll listen to that. I don't really associate it with an artist, if that makes sense. Um, so a lot of my music, I kind of, it 
might just be pulled from many, many places, but it's kind of just trying to achieve like a certain vibe, like this chill singer-songwriter vibe. Um, and then it's usually afterwards when people are like, oh, it sounds like this, it sounds like that. I'm like, oh, there you go. <laughs> I've had people say it sounds like Ballas Alps, I think that's right. I can't even remember anything else, but off the top Fiona of Fiona Rapple was mentioned. Who? Oh, my girlfriend mentioned that you sound like Fiona Rapple. So oh. there you go, there's an example. There you go, okay. I'll have to give him a listen. And I guess the other thing is that when you're like, as, as someone who's studying the technical side of music, you know, how something sounds isn't limited only to the songwriting, but the production part as well. You're talking about being a producer, always happy to be proven wrong here. So, so feel free to push back if need be. But a lot of the things you're talking about, the sort of chill vibes almost go at odds with commercial production as you're studying. They're almost sort of totally opposite things. How do you sort of, you know, marry those two concepts together? I mean, when you're studying commercial production, you're trying to, I guess, immerse as many people as possible into a single singular sound or vision. Whereas the music you're writing is sounding very, very personal and one-on-one. Do you think that's a fair assumption? Or what? Yeah, no, I, I would agree. I feel like when it comes to the production side of things as well, a lot of that uh, creativity and like freedom of achieving a certain vibe kind of comes down to like what sounds you choose to use in your track so even just as simple as just choosing what type of like piano like sample i'd want to use um and things like that it kind of all comes together with that but i reckon traditionally there's also a part of it that comes from like your actual writing and the traditional like technical side of things to see how it all would come together like your rhythm the tempo of it just little bits and pieces all kind of adds together. You were talking about the, uh, we, we spoke a little bit about the, the sing- singular vision and how those songs were all melded together to make this EP, Sometimes I Feel. Mm-hmm. Was there anything left over? Were there songs that you've, you've got in the back of your head and you, are, you, you might love them? You've written them at some stage in the last 18 months and you just thought, you know, it just doesn't seem to fit on these collections of songs. I guess that happens as well, right? Mm. Yeah, for me, I think I was lucky for this one because it was kind of, I felt that it was rounded off. I didn't really have any other straggler songs. I was like, well, I could go in this, I couldn't. I think at the time, like throughout the year, trying to get this EP like produced and done, I kind of originally had told myself that no, I only want four songs in it. I wanted it to be like a kind of short and sweet EP. So from the like original planning of it, I think I had already planned to only do that. So. What are you planning on doing for the rest of 2021? Of course, I assume it's your second last year at university and you're probably focusing on that as well. But as far as the Cassidy Watts musical project, what, what's on the horizon for the rest of the year, you think? What I love with going along with my degree as I'm doing my own artist stuff I love just exploring new things and new genres and whatnot and putting that into my music. So what I'm in at the moment, I'm kind of thinking of writing like a funk track, see what I can get from that, like inspired by like 80s, 80s funk by like women artists and whatnot. Really into that. I love to write a track about that, kind of in the mix of like getting the soundscape together for it. And other than that, just working on other songs as they come. Absolutely. Maybe a little bit of live performance stuff that's that's sitting yeah, in a maybe sure. i now guess at the moment yeah now once it's starting to open up though definitely 
Cassidy, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I really appreciate your time. If I wanted to find out about more about Cassidy Watts, where would I go? You can go at any social media outlets. You can just type in at Cassidy Watts Music and I'll pop up. If not, just go on good old Google, search up Cassidy Watts Music. I'll be there. Same with streaming services, Cassidy Watts. I'll be there. <laughs> All your favorite streaming services, you should be able to find sometimes I feel this uh, first EP from Cassidy Watts uh, to take us out. Would you like to give us an introduction to Feeling, please? Yeah, sure. So Feeling is the first song in the EP. It kind of represents this feeling that on the outside, you're showing everyone that you're fine, you're okay. But on the inside, you're really not. Um, so it kind of just encapsulates that whole thing and yeah enjoy thank you so much Cassidy I really appreciate it